Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Fashion Grunge Podcast. I am Lauren. I'm Jai, hi. What's up? We're on episode, I'm trying to figure out the numbers, 87. Is it? Yeah, it's 87. Yeah, because Pump Up the, vo- the Volume was 86, right? 86, yeah. yeah. Uh, that one was super fun. If out there, if you have not so seen fun. Pump Up the Volume, <laughs> it's such a fucking great movie. And I'm obsessed with Christian Slater at the moment. And Charles, he's so um, funny. <laughs> we're like, we're so, that was such a weird, because we were in, in person, so it's so weird. Oh, that's yeah. still the only one that I've done in person since the I pandemic. Now that's we're... why there was a lot of giggles because so of... much. Yeah, we were in like this weird house. We thought we were gonna have a clo- like a closed room, but we, were, we had to end up being in like a, a kind of bigger room. So it was, was pretty like, good sound. Tunnel, yeah, it was pretty cool. So I was like, oh my god, this is so fun. This is what it would be like. Like the people on YouTube who have their own studio with the cameras and they have like chairs and they have the microphones, you know? Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is what that would be like, <laughs> you know, sitting yeah, in a room right. like, yeah, which would be so cool. I just wanted uh, the one with you and Charles just because. Oh, yeah, I know. We should I'm do it. We're fan number one. I know, really? right? Like, <laughs> we all need to do like an like a group one. That'd be so cool. That would be really video crazy, or something. though, I think. Yeah, we'd have to all be together because there's no way we couldn't talk mm-hmm. over yeah, exactly. each other if we weren't all together. But yeah, we totally should. That should be the summer goal. Do like mm-hmm. a collab uh, project. I want to start collabing with some other people. I think of uh, one of Charles's friends we might do. Uh, he is a musician and I met him like a few times a while ago, but I think we all might do like a special bonus like music episode because we were all into the same kind of indie music in uh, I guess the early 2000s. Oh, cool. Um, we were in college, so, like, Charles introduced me to a lot of bands through him. He knew a lot of bands, so I think we might just have, like, a music kind of bullshit talking session episode soon. Oh, that is really cool. Soon. Yeah. that time. Yeah, Such yeah, because we were time really into it. Yeah, because they music. were into the... They went to school together in North Carolina, so they were into, like, that, like, that small town... Like, you know, they kind of, like, small town indie... And then I mm-hmm. went to school in New York, and in New York it was like the Strokes, the oh, fucking yeah. Lines, like all the White Stripes, and all like, the English bands. Yeah, well. and all the like, like, yeah, like the Libertines, and you know, then we got like you know LCD sound system, Claxons, <laughs> yeah, the Bravery. Um, what's that other band? There's uh, so many. Oh, there's so many <laughs> similar names like the Rakes. The yeah, Rakes. like I don't know. There was the just Faint. All... I know they there's were all so very many. similar. You you were like um. You know that band with a guy with long hair and skinny jeans? It's like they all had like yeah, the hives. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the hives were so good. The hives were so good. They're from like Sweden, right? I don't know, but I they think were they so are. Good. Yeah, they're from like Sweden, I think. But yeah, I mean, so yeah, that that should be super fun because the music episodes are always super fun. They but are. this episode, we're talking about Party Girl. From 1995, I I have to say, shout out to the person that commented on the website, why have you not done Party Girl? I mean, I it was on the list of movies to do for sure, but it's hard to find it streaming uh, anywhere so that we could both watch it pretty easily. And it's on Tubi right now. Tubi's awesome. I, they do not pay us, but it's really fucking cool because it's free. And there are a lot of random films on there. That I Saw the Light is on there, that Tom Hiddleston one. Uh, mm-hmm. Replace Hank Williams, that country singer from like the the what thirties, I guess, like nineteen thirties. Um, that's pretty good. Uh, in other Tom Hiddleston news, uh, his Loki show is coming out in a week, and I'm going to lose my fucking mind. <laughs> Actually, it comes out on Wednesday. I have been counting down since they first announced the date. Like I'm a Marvel nerd, I can't fucking wait. 
So. Yeah, I'm trying to convince Mike to do a podcast with me on his about Loki, like episode by episode. I will be binge watching oh, it over, wow. and over and over again. That's so, a big commitment. Yeah, so he's like, even he is like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. and he's like, you might be on your own there. I was like, okay, so then no, <laughs> maybe I'll yeah, run by myself. It's, it's a lot. It's, yeah, it's a lot. It's really funny. So, um, yeah, we're doing Party Girl, uh, from '95. I'm so excited it's on Tubi, so you can fucking watch it. If you haven't seen it, it's probably one of the best fashion movies of the 90s ever that does not get talked about nearly it's enough. True. No one ever talks about it. I never really hear about it until you told me. Yeah, I mean, I knew about it because I, I remember seeing, like, an ad in a Rolling Stone. I remember seeing, really? like, wow. yeah, I remember seeing the, like, advert of her. Like, it's like the, if you Google the, like, video cover, it's like that picture. And I remember seeing that and being like, party girl. I'm like, oh, Parker Posey, she was in Dazed and Confused. She was in that, like, two years before. So I was like, oh, cool. Um, so, but I, but then Clueless was like, push so heavy i think so it you kind know? of overshadowed this one mm-hmm. yeah this was super so. indie i mean the budget was like 150 so indie. yeah it's so low yeah. budget but i mean it's, but it's they really did a great rad. job like mm-hmm. um you know just to like do the set design and like the parties and the outfits which yeah. we obviously learned that a lot of them were like borrow from friends and what friends of friends you know how cool so cool like literally that it's just the most like diy kind of like gorilla like fashion movie with a really quirky story about like libraries <laughs> yeah yeah which is really crazy to to read that um that actually like a lot of like people love the movie and it inspired them to become librarians <laughs> I know, that's so How cool. How weird. Like, she would be stopped on the streets being like, you're the reason, like, that movie was the reason why I wanted to become a librarian. I mean, that's <laughs> pretty awesome. And apparently it's a really authentic, like, depiction of, like, unrepresented... Like, that's really intense. <laughs> on the represented community. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, librarians? Okay. I mean... You no, know, it's funny. I think it's really funny. It but, is really funny. But I guess okay. people who work at a library, they they probably, like, get that all the time. Like, oh, you, you must be really boring. And, like, oh, yeah, totally. You know, so I guess, you know, I'm seeing this movie and, like, how you can be, like, the coolest or really smart person and, like, or both... Yeah, totally. And you can still work there. Like, it's, you know. I would love to work um, at... a record store. Well, yes. <laughs> I'd love to be... Have you ever seen High Fidelity with John Cusack? I... No, I have not. <gasps> I watched the show. Oh, fucking A. I think... I didn't... I've never... still haven't watched the show. I'm sorry, Zoe Kravitz. I, I love you still. But I haven't watched the show yet because I love that film so much. And... It's just completely different, and Lisa Bonet is in the movie too. I'm like, oh my god, she's like so I hot know in it. I know it's, it's like a classic. I just yeah. Okay, it. then we should do that because that has Jack Black in it, who who I know that Jules is like obsessed with. <laughs> so I think we should do. We all should do High Fidelity because I'm pretty sure that's streaming somewhere. We should do that for our Forward Flash. No, surprise, surprise, guys, you hear it first. We're doing High Fidelity. <laughs> <laughs> just decided. Um, but yeah, he he owns a record store. It's literally like my like my complete dream. Yeah. That would be a complete dream. Also, it would be a complete dream to work in like, uh, like a music a library. You know, like they have one. I think downtown they have Do like they? a punk archive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
in DC they have like really? it's not connected to the Library of Congress. No, it's that not is like weird. That. I've never heard yeah, of that. Yeah, no, it is. It's really hard to like get in there because I've asked a few friends that I know who have like connections with libraries and they're like, dude, it's like impossible to fucking work there. It's like so how- a steel trap. Well, I don't know. They've probably been working in library it's probably you have to have like some crazy degree, like I, I don't know. I, I really don't know, but they say it's like because it's such a coveted job. It's like a maybe four or five person team, like in the whole country. Wow. And they have like a music archive. They have like I think a specific DC punk archive. You can go to it, but I mean, working there and like doing that as your sole job is like you have to be very specialized in it, which is so cool. But that would be cool to do, like work in like a music archiving situation yeah, where you archive either cool. like a band or you archive like a you know genre or movement which is really cool when she reorganizes his, <laughs> his in, in the story his albums and she has it like jazz and then she has like these sub genres i was like oh, oh this God. would be so cool to do it's so funny <laughs> yeah it's like this would be actually really cool this That's is kind really of like a, yeah like organizing that's super cool um yeah this movie's just so weird and quirky i was gonna say what are your first impressions First impressions. Oh you my god! You just heard of it. We know the that. Outfits. So right, I know. Oh it's my like god! I, the outfit. Like, I hope Jai likes this. Falafel guy speaking in Arabic in that outfit. Yes, please. And Nigel's awful accent. Awful accent. It's what? <laughs> what why is it? Why do they need? Why do they need like an American pretending he was English? Why not? Yeah. Just... Why in the story? What did that? What does his I accent know. mean? But also, why didn't you just cast like an English accent? They probably couldn't afford it. There probably was one in New York in '95. I'm sure there, there was. But yeah. He he was awful. Like. I... It really threw me. I was like, oh my god. My side note like, was his awful accent, but holy shit, Liam Schreiber could totally get it. Because I think he's so hot. He's like huge. He, he's yeah, really hot in Ray Donovan. He looks good now. He looks the same. Just like older and more hot. I think. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I don't know. It's just it's so funny I just I, I, I'm obsessed now I'm gonna say like can I have a falafel with hot sauce I so know I order of Baba Ganoush and a salsa and the falafel guy with it please <laughs> yeah dude he's not anywhere Omar Townsend yeah he only made that movie only made that I wonder so I wonder weird. why yeah I really wonder why like what's he wasn't bad you know no he was pretty cute he looks like someone else you know who he looks like he looks like he does um, look, I know what you mean. He you know what I mean? Like, he like, looks like another actor. He's not, like, ridiculously famous, but he was, okay, this is so weird, because he was in House of Cards, but he was, like, huh. way older in House of Cards. He must have been in something in, like, the 80s. I'm trying to think of who it is now, because, um, yeah, he looks a lot like him. But I know that it's not him, because that guy would be older. So, but yeah, well, no, he's it's not, super... because I looked. Oh, yeah, it's not. Yeah, he hasn't done anything. Yeah. That's sad. I know, I wonder why. I wonder if it was like... He was cute. Yeah, he was super cute. And also that outfit. I mean, I just think it's really funny that he just looked too cool to be a inventor. Ben- I know, he did. He looked like a fucking Brooklyn hipster. <laughs> like he, I know. He yes, was he dressed is. so current. Like, like, it was like, that's totally what guys were right now. It's, it was really funny. I know. Everything about it is just so funny. Oh, my God. All There's... of them were dressed almost like what guys wear right now. Except for Leo, Guillermo Diaz, who I love. He's also in Nowhere. Um, yeah. I love him. He's in a lot of, like, really weird movies. Wait, is Leo so the gay cool. guy, the gay friend? No, no, he's the DJ. 
Oh, the when she reorganizes oh, right. the yeah the records. Um, the friend Derek, I think he he is Anthony DeSando. I think I wrote down. Yeah, the I've seen him in things. Yeah, I've seen him in things too. Isn't he's he really in like pretty. Sex in the City? Is he in like an episode of Sex? Maybe. There's so many people it's in Sex in the City, know, like guest stars. You know, he probably probably was. But yeah, um, I I really loved it. It was so fun to watch. Cool. I'm totally so obsessed fun. with the outfit. Oh, no. It's insane. So, like. It's insane. Also, like she looks good in everything. Yeah, she does. I mean, sorry, but this is like I know it's very unpopular um, comment, but when you're thin like her, anything works. Like it's annoying. It's that's just <laughs> it's, not it's unfortunate me, but... that like everyone doesn't look like that. That everyone can't pull off everything because I know. it's like it's you're just like oh my gosh, she's just she's yeah she's like really tiny. She's she always tiny. plays these, like, I was talking about her with one of my friends yesterday because I was telling him that I was watching this. And I was like, uh, and he's like, oh, yeah, he's like, the he's like, I remember when it came out. He's a little bit older. He's like a few years older than us. So I was like, yeah, did, did you know about it? Like, did you know about this movie or was it like not promoted? And he was like, no, he's like, I knew about it. He's like, the club kids in L.A. loved her. Like, they loved Parker Posey. They mm-hmm. loved this movie. She became like super known for this kind of like weird, quirky film mm-hmm. roles. He's like, but that. then she, yeah, oh, yeah, totally. Every time you see her, she's always kind of like half funny, half quirky, almost like Selma Blair. But yeah, Selma Blair does yeah. do a bit more serious roles, but in that she way, does. you know what I mean? Like it's kind of always quirky and weird. It's never like completely serious. But he was saying that, like, you know, she kind of got typecast after Party Girl. Like mm. the indie people loved her, and that was super cool. But that means you kind of just don't get cast. For things, and I was like, yeah, she didn't have that, like, Juliette Lewis appeal, where she could do, like, what's that ever that... She did Cape Fear with, like, De Niro Mm -hmm. and Jessica Lange, incredible film, which we'll definitely review. Uh, Scorsese film, too. And that's the one where Robert De Niro's, like, super hot with all those tattoos, and he, like, gets out of jail, and he, like, goes down... He has, like, like, southern accent. Um, I have a thing for old Robert De Niro because I'm at that age. Also, the Burt Reynolds in Bookie Nights. I was like, I can't believe that we're at this age that like this. Guy we're at that like... age where I just look if you have silver hair. <laughs> yeah, right. Away. I know. I'm like, wait, does he actually look really good? And does this also like it's it's yeah we're at that age now. So it's, we're at that age. Yeah, forever. like it's and then people who are in like Euphoria look like fucking children. They're like children of God. It's like, oh my even... god, these kids look like they're 14. Yeah. And they're yeah. like, they're, it's just nuts. Like, all, like, young people look so young and old people just look more like our age, I guess. Exactly. I don't know, it's really funny. So, um, so yeah, with that, it's just like, it's just so, it's just this, this movie's so crazy. But it's just it so is. funny. It's so cool. It's so cool to learn about it, actually, because like, um, you know, like apparently, much of the cast and the crew were already in the queer, like downtown clubs yeah. way before the movie was made. So they actually used like real people who were into that, like friends, you know. Lady Bunny, drag icon, is so in there. So cool. Natasha Twist, who does the voguing with Mary. Yeah. Yeah, like, like, yeah, famous people. I think Parker Posey herself actually, in some interview, I think it might have been in that Vogue art, there's like a Vogue article about the fashion, but they all talk about the film. And I think she talks about how she was in that downtown New York scene and she saw RuPaul in like 91. Yeah. So she that. is that girl, you know. She's like, a girl in real yeah. life. That's why she was like, I had to play this part. Yeah. I mean, why, how could you not? 
Which is so cool. And it's also so, so insane that this was the first feature film to to be on the internet. I know! How cool is that? So cool. Like, yeah. that's always and forever, you know? Like, you can never take that away that it's the first one. I'm just really movie. shocked that even now, like, all these years later, people are not really talking about it, like you said, right? Like Yeah, not as much. <sighs> I guess people I just think will of Clueless and like... Yeah, see, Clueless is like... That's the thing about Clueless. Like, I feel like... Does, okay, for you, does Clueless still hit the same if you watch it now? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so the same yes. with me. I haven't... Yes. It hasn't worn off, but I definitely see, a, yeah, a lot of, like, a lot of chatter about it as if it's the only film I know. in the 90s that oh, had like an intense yeah. look but it also I have to think too because I remember the clueless promotion machine pretty heavy and they were mm. backed by Paramount which was like a massive film studio so they really promoted that film well yeah they had more money yeah, yeah they had so much and... money so I think all those indie ones you know they yeah. didn't really have as much money but... and also I think they had like not really like super well-known actors, but they were more like you know, people knew them. Ah, uh, did they in Clueless? I don't think so. Not really. I mean, the crush was out that Alicia Silverstone did, but yeah, so that wasn't out, like really. that big. But yeah, no, I guess she had been she in had something. Some, yeah, she had she been had in something. something. And also, what's the guy's name? Her. Um, oh, Paul Rudd. Paul, yeah, he he had uh, been in things, I think he was, right? Yeah, maybe a few things. Can we talk? I saw him the other day. Oh my, in like a rose mauve suit. It was like the hottest thing I've ever seen. He looks incredible. He looks like a baby. I'm not, I don't know. He looks so good. I was like, how are you like fifty three? Like he's what? definitely had work then. No, Paul yeah. Rudd? Yeah, he has to. No one looks like that. that There's age. no way he had work done. He does. There's no way. No. Yeah, because he's in that movie called This Is 40. And he yeah, looks younger bad. now than when he did that. Like, <laughs> it's true. Did, I don't think he had work done. I remember watching that movie feeling really hungover the day after I turned 30. No, really? I, I was in bed with my best friend. We were like, oh my God, we couldn't even think. We were just like vegetables. And we're like, let's just watch something silly and funny. And we watched that. Oh, it's really, wow. It's really funny. I haven't seen it. It's so funny. He's so funny. Oh my God, I think he, I don't think he's had work done. I'm going to say I don't think so. No work done, but some kind of treat. He like, like got super cut when he did Ant-Man. I bet you he like is vegan now and has some he insane has no diet. Though, that's not normal. He what? He has no wrinkles. He has, like, baby skin. No, he like, has wrinkles. If you look close, he he ages. He's just aging very well. Like, he just doesn't look like... Like, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt has wrinkles. He just is aging really well. He just isn't, like... He probably takes care of his skin. Just like Paul Rudd. I bet you Paul Maybe Rudd is, like, Paul a skin Paul Rudd doesn't care. drink. Or like he skin. might not. I bet you he doesn't. Yeah. it's. I bet you it's a diet and, like, skin care kind of thing. He probably yeah. had, like, cuts facials. We are what we eat, you know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I bet you he has, like, super, like, great food. And, like, because when he does those Marvel things, he's, like, ripped. Because he has, like, tank tops on. And you're, like, whoa. He, like, actually is, like, cut. So I bet you it's, like, a diet thing. Like, Jared Leto. He's been vegan for years. If we want to look young. <sighs> Fuck <but>. that. <laughs> They're celebrities. They have all these other things on top of it. That's true. It's not just their food. But, like, Jared Leto is a fucking vampire. He's, like, almost 50. His skin looks way smoother than Rudd's. 
That's, his skin's yeah, like that's... more like, whoa, how, what are you doing? You're either doing facials all day, all night, and your skin is just under some towel like all day. <laughs> it's never <laughs> exposed to the elements ever. And you just walk around like that. And then when you have to go places, you just take it off. Like, I don't know. <laughs> it's just creepy. It's really creepy. But it gives me hope for the future. Uh, yeah. that that we won't age like insane. Um, cool. Wait, so you don't you're done with your first impressions, right? First impressions, yeah. yeah. What about you? Um, well, I've just only seen this film maybe twice before. I don't own it on DVD oh. or anything, surprisingly. Uh, I have seen it, but it's it's never one that I I guess run to. It just isn't one that I like super connected with when I was younger. I probably saw it when I was like I don't know, like 19, 20. Like, it had been out. I didn't see it, like, in the 90s or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But I remember seeing the ads for it and being like, oh, cool, Parker Posey. I know her from Days and Confused. And something else she was in. She was in Scream 3, which I think was in 2000. Oh, yeah. Um, also with Liev Schreiber. Uh, she's also in The Day Trippers with Liev Schreiber, too, from 96. I'm trying to think of what I... Yeah, I'm not sure what else I've seen her in at the time. Like, if I knew her. But I knew her from Dates and Confused. That's pretty much where I knew her from. Um, and I thought that, like, some parts of it were, like, really weird. And I wondered, like, could this be made today? Where she is, like, fantasizing about the falafel guy. And she's, I, like... Probably not. Probably not, amazing. right? And then, like, she's, like, picturing him on the cart and, like, with his shirt open. And in this can kind we just of, like, talk about the scene where she's singing? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's I'm what like, I was, like, oh is this God. insensitive? Or am I looking through, like, a 20... 21 lens right now yeah i was gonna say i think we didn't think mm-hmm. that was uh, that was kind of weird there no. um and also this was such a cool i think really cool representation of like a diverse new york nightlife too yeah. and it's very close to cool. what it actually was like small parties you know people in those kind of situations like not big where like some warehouse parties but in new york like you had the people who had like a loft and and it was a mm-hmm. small thing, which is super cool. Uh, then I also also wrote down that quote about the order. The can I have a falafel with hot I just, sauce? I'm obsessed with that. It's so good. It's, I love how actually, she says it so many times. But she's like, can I have... She's just very much, like, very fashion-y, you know? Like, mm-hmm. can I have, like... And also, I love the order. Actually, so it's great. I know. Yeah, I'm like, mm, like I want, I want that. I want that now. Like, <laughs> I know. I'm like hungry. <laughs> um, and then my last question was to you because this is such a you movie. I feel like nightlife. It just always reminds me of you. I feel like you're way more of a night, more of a oh. nightlife person than I am, or or I was in my twenties. So I said, which is probably gonna be a hard question. What nightlife and era and city? Ugh. Would you want to no. go back to? Yeah. You have to pick one. So this is like, so it would have to be like location and I know, like, I know. Yeah. I, like, I, yeah. I mean, yeah, you, you don't it. understand. I've actually asked myself this question <laughs> almost on a daily basis thinking, oh, if I could go back in time, where would it be? Yeah. Or like, But this is specifically nightlife era. It is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, it's not because I just watched this movie and I, you know my obsession. I mean, mm-hmm. we both are obsessed with like, Studio 54, like New York in the 70s, but uh-huh. I th- I think it would be New York in the 90s just to Ooh. do like, to experience like house music because I don't think London in the 90s wasn't, wasn't like. But that's the Britpop era though. I know. You'd be hanging out in like Camden and like. I know, doing but all I, I feel like I had a bit of that, like even though it was not, you know what I mean? I was mm-hmm. like, I already kind of had that in like 
end of like late 90s and early 2000s mm-hmm. i did get to experience that a bit because it was still happening like oh, okay not, that's not cool. really but, but you know like indie and like all those like cool bands and that whole scene but mm-hmm. but how's that oh that would have been so cool because even in 99 i was going to like raves and, yeah i was gonna say i went to raves in like the late 90s yeah but it was you know it wasn't their prime it was like they had no yeah it was like, like on the in yeah, 94 was, yeah. or 93 yeah you know? that's when it was like going but they were still like happening so i think you would be, and i also love how crazy like the well the scene was but like how you have like parties in abandoned warehouses and yeah those like, like illegal raves run down buildings or abandoned buildings right mm-hmm. and how like you could wear anything and that's like the coolest thing about that because in the 70s it was very much like disco like that kind of style right yeah that's true but in the 90s you could be wearing a 60s or 70s outfit and it, every, everything kind of went do you know what i mean yeah it's totally like, true. I, I went, I, my friends and I like, used to like really just dress up and like and everyone really in London. I mean, you might see like a few kids in nice sneakers with like a t-shirt and jeans, but I'll wear like a 80s prom dress with like white platforms. Oh, wow. And like, you know, and my friends would be wearing like, I don't know, like cashmere sweaters, or, like oh, wow, leather pants. So and, like, <laughs> yeah. And we'll do like crazy makeup. So that was a cool thing about that time. That you could do that, you know, yeah. and no one care. And remember, like how women, like girls, would wear like these fluffy fur boots. Yep. It was so weird, and then everyone would be wearing like crazy things. Those like, you, I had the UFO pants that had the like reflectors that oh, came out yeah. of the side pockets, like the yeah, cargo pockets. Yeah, and they have like that rainbow like tape. Yeah, and then you'd be wearing, like, a metallic dress that, like, I don't know, like, everything was just random, you know? Yeah, it was really weird. It was, like, it it morphed into a weird time. Wow, I'm surprised that 90s New York. Well, yeah, because I feel like I always think how much I love, like, house and, like, you know, that music. But 70s was cool, too, but it's very specific. Do you know what I mean? Like, So what would your number two be? Would it be... The 70s? Like um, Studio 54 days? Or not even? Oh, I think Studio 54 like days will be third. I think second. Oh, third. I think it will be punk in the UK. I think oh, it will be like... Oh, yeah. It will be late. I have seven. actually a really hard time with this question. I need, I want like all of these different eras. I, it's, I, I know. It's hard for me to even put a top three. I think, But I do think that... Okay, for my third one, I think would be punk in New York. Um, cool. Yeah, like like the Ramones, like the early CBGB days, Max's yeah. Kansas City, like Velvet Underground, like all that fucking crazy shit. Yeah. Like I want I want that day and then I don't know. My second I think would be the like the like uh the Guns N' Roses Motley Crue era of like Sunset Street. Oh yeah, early nineties, <laughs> like No, like need... late eighties, like it's oh, like, yeah, like it mid eighties. Yeah, like mid eighties and then like uh, and then into like early nineties, uh, like Guns N' Roses, like that time, like the Rainbow Grill, Sunset Strip, like the whiskey. But my number one era that I want to go back to, and no, it's not the grunge era. You think I, there wasn't much? I mean, there was much in Seattle. There were like I think four or five clubs that I'm aware of that people would go to, but a lot of them broke out really fast and they ended mm-hmm. up like touring. But there wasn't like a 
that type of scene that I would want to go to. But I think I really want to go back to like the fucking Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin well, era of that's like, my number four. Yeah, of, like the whiskey and the doors and like. But you've been the US. I want to be in the UK in the sixties because London, like the swinging sixties in London, was the best thing. And you oh had, yeah, like, well, I wanted to do the punk in the UK in the UK. Two. Both. So yeah, you can do yeah, like I the 60s do and then you stay there until Yeah, <laughs> I just want to go back. I just want to go back like 50 years. Like, I just want to go back to be... I mean, I, I mean, this sounds crazy now. I'm sure people who are older are like, God, what are these people? But I wish I was like 20 in 95. So that I could have at least somewhat experienced this. Like, I was in high... No, junior high school in 95 I was like 13 you know like I wasn't like yeah I wasn't the age of like being able to really experience nightlife as it was in 95 but of course I'm glad I experienced nightlife in like the late 90s early 2000s like that was cool but of course everyone always wants to go back like 10 years yeah. 80s would I be mean, cool too this is why my plan is better really because if like we were like 18 in 1969 and we'd be in the US and then we can draw you know what I mean we would experience a bit of everything you just like travel around you would experience Woodstock like, seven, yeah Woodstock yeah, and seven, Woodstock. then like New York then London then punk scene then like grunge in Seattle you know you would have had a bit oh, of oh yeah if you just traveled to the scenes you and just went was, from like scene to scene exactly like Courtney so, Love because <laughs> like all the best music ended around that time anyway so it's not really yeah, the 80s was cool. The 80s is when you got, like, the, the Smiths. The 80s was cool. The 80s was cool. You got that, cool. like, post-punk, like, but then, New I'm, Order. But like, 2010, that, there's nothing really great after 2010, you know? Yeah, I guess not for our era. I feel like the new kids will be like, what? That's when everything came out. It's like, uh, no. I guess not. I guess, yeah. It's just... I don't know. Do you think these, like, Lollapalooza festivals are gonna... There's one this summer. There's one, like... July or August in Chicago, like with a bunch of bands. I saw I like, that. I, saw I was like, that. is this gonna work? Well, I mean, they, you know, they're going on with whatever. So. Yeah, um, I mean, like, but a lot of the like, bands were like, uh, I don't know. I wonder if like rock is gonna maybe come back a little, like, because people have been gone for so long. Maybe they're gonna want something different. I always hope. I'm trying to see like the crack in the curtain, like when rock is gonna like come back a little bit. Because I just love the rock eras. I mean, I love I the Foo Fighters. Don't get me wrong. I love Dave Grohl. But, like, he's the only fucking band out there that I, like, hear about. Everyone else is so underground. I want it to be, like, a bit more, like, not mainstream, but, you know, like, more bands or more press about it, I guess. They just probably don't get press. It's, like, all the other bands get press and do Instagram shit. Yeah. Yeah, and they just don't really do that. But, yeah, it's, uh... I hope it comes back a little bit. I think it will. Maybe it'll just stay underground. Who knows? Maybe. Who knows? Cool. Alrighty. So let's get into behind the scenes. What you got? So we already talked about, you know, the film being the first one to be on the internet. Yeah. How cool. And how a lot of the cast and crew were already immersed in the key, in the queer downtown like club scene. So that's so cool. cool. Um, I mean, it's more about like the fashion, but they are still behind the scenes sort of thing. But I mean, are they? I don't know. So yeah, you can talk about them. Yeah, like apparently the whole aesthetic for the cut for for like um, Mary's character was combined with with Parker Posey's own 
fashion obsession because apparently like she was that girl who like like wasn't really like a well-known actress but like she was really kind of known among like casting directors because she was like a crazy girl who would come in in like the coolest outfits so she reminds me of like a rose mcgowan too like you know early rose mcgowan i know i know what you mean but i feel yeah. like she has more of a vibe yeah well no no she does yeah rose mcgowan's a, a bit more like laid back i think yeah and and yeah so apparently when when she when like to her casting she literally was like telling everyone like oh my god like i know exactly who this is like this is totally me you i had to get this part you know mm-hmm. um she's like apparently she said like something really funny like i have 80 pairs of shoes i had to play this part <laughs> <laughs> this totally this whole movie like totally reminds me of like a early like a early young carrie bradshaw like kind of like scrappy doesn't have much but she always manages to like look so awesome and like find money from somewhere yeah (laughs) yeah it's true because like you're mixing things up and like you know that's some vintage some like whatever you know stuff um but yeah just that really and you know i already mentioned that she was approached by actual librarians on the street like fans of the film saying like oh my god thank you so much that that's so funny <laughs> that film made me want to be a librarian it's just too funny to me but that is really funny because you just you always think of librarians the way that she does before yeah. she gets the job yeah they're just like of chill course. and you know it's not like a, you don't think of it as like a high stress job you know? No, but, but maybe it, it is. It's a lot of work. Yeah, it is. It's, like, it's tedious work. Yeah. You know, exactly. it's work you can easily mess up. Not everyone can <laughs> do that kind of work. No, not at all. What do you have? Let's see. I have that the budget was one fifty, as in $150,000, mm-hmm. which is not very much at all. And they made 472000 at the box office. So it actually wow. made money. Yeah, right? That's crazy. Um, it was shot in 19 days, which that's is really insane. Cool. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how long it takes to actually shoot a movie, but, like, well, like that seems, like, really short. Well, some of the um, Grey Iraqi movies were filming, like, three, like, a month yeah, or, like, right, three like weeks. A so month. I guess they only had, like, they only shot in New York, probably, you know, within, like, five miles or, like, I don't know, less than that. So it wasn't really like That's a huge true. production. They probably had like an apartment and then the, the scenes where the parties were, you know? Yeah, and like out on the street. Yeah, and like in the corner. Probably like somewhere like Bolshevik or something. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's downtown. It's probably like Soho. I think it's like it Soho really or like Tribeca. Down, yeah, oh yeah, it was in the 90s, in the mid-90s. It wasn't what it looked like now. It was like super downtown was like... Or I think even Lower East Side. Because isn't she in, like, Chinatown at some point? I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she's, like, way downtown. She's, like, Lower Mm -hmm. East Side. Because they mentioned Avenue D. So she's, like, on the east side, like, um, downtown. Uh, Yeah, it was totally like that. It was totally, like, even more run down, yeah. And there's graffiti everywhere. Like, even on Broadway, they had graffiti, like, on the sides of the buildings. Like, on the front. Yeah, so much. Yeah, which they don't have now, yeah. Which is so crazy. Um, also, it was turned into a sitcom in 96. And they filmed six episodes, but then after four aired, it was canceled. And Christine Taylor, who used to be married to Ben Stiller, she was Mary. 
She also was in like oh. the Brady Bunch movie and like something else. Uh, yeah, she used to be married to Ben Stiller. And then I forgot, like Swoozy Kurtz, I think, is Judy, like the librarian godmother. And John Cameron Mitchell was also in it, who is like the creator of Hedwig and the Angry Inch, uh, mm-hmm. among other things. But uh, which is another great film. I was gonna do like I didn't like not really on purpose, just because I love all these films. And we've already reviewed a lot of films that are, I guess, considered like in the the gay sphere. But I was like, oh, it's Pride Month. There's always a gay connection in most every film that I review anyway. So I was like, there's Lady Bunny, who's like a drag icon. I mean, if you know anything about anything, like, you know, Lady Bunny and RuPaul are like BFFs. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So and that's so that's really funny. And then we're going to do The Adventures of Priscilla because it's like me and Charles and Mike. It's literally one of our favorite films since we were like 14 years old. Um, and that's so good. The costume's incredible. I think they won an Oscar for the costumes. Like, it's so crazy. Have you ever heard of that movie? Mm-mm. Oh, it's really, it's an Australian film with, like, Guy Pierce and... Wait, what is it called? The Adventures of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. It's and about, like, three drag queens who travel, like, across uh, yeah. Australia. No, I, I heard of it, but... Oh, I my gosh. It has all this, like, amazing disco. Like, it, it's great. It's, like, super camp. It, it's great. Um, so, yeah, we're going to do that. And then I really want to do um, Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Have you ever heard of that? Mm-mm. It's, like, a, uh, well, it's like a musical that John Cameron Mitchell uh, made this story about this trans like young trans girl or I guess maybe like a trans woman who like wants to be like this punk rock singer in East Germany. So she like moves and she like has a band, Michael Pitt's in it. She like falls in love with Michael Pitt. He ends up in the band for a while. It's great. And we should do like Velvet Goldmine. Like they're just some that we were going to do anyway, but I was like, we should probably just do them all in June. So, so yeah, we should do like Velvet Goldmine like pretty soon. We'll do high fidelity though with Jules. Uh, so yeah, I'm just now deciding the film schedule like right now. <laughs> so yeah, th- that'll be super fun. Uh, let's see more of my behind the scenes. So, yeah, a lot of mine's kind of fashion related and and or stuff that we already talked about. I have that the director. I don't know if we mentioned her name is Daisy von Schurler Meyer. Her mom is actually the librarian Judy. I um, read that. Yeah, which Crazy. is really funny. Yeah. Um, I have that there was one interview that she did with the co-writer and she said that we just wanted to make a movie about the side characters. Like instead of having Sandra Bullock and Tom Hanks fall in love at a falafel stand, we wanted to write about the guy who runs the falafel stand. (laughs) And they were like, what about that guy? Let's put that guy in a movie. So that was kind of their, their vibe. And she drew a lot of inspiration from herself. Um, Daisy, like she used to do a lot of gay clubbing with her friends and like the costume designer, Michael Clancy, like they all had like connections in that world. So it was like this. This was the world that they were a part of, which is probably why it's so great is because it wasn't a bunch of people making a film about a scene they weren't in, you know, Mm -hmm. it was like a scene that they were in and it kind of seems like these are all based off people they know, which is super cool. Um, All the movies that are like that are always the ones that are like, they're the best. Yeah, they are always. All the Iraqi films, you can tell like this is their world. And they know about it, and they can, like, write to it, and they can kind of show you their world. Like, Larry Clark's, too. Larry Clark's more of, like, a voyeur, I think, though. Like, I don't think he's as involved. I think he literally, every time you watch his films, at least the ones that are more, like, 
more documentary style. Like we were talking about doing bully, which we are eventually going to do. Um, it, it just feels like you're just, they just, he just followed him around with a camera. Like there's literally like no direction. It's like, like kids. Like yeah, it just literally that. feels like, yeah, like the camera's just there and they're just interacting. So, um, but yeah, it's just, that's why this one's so cool. I really hope more people watch it or I hope people comment. If you haven't heard of it, I hope you go out and watch it. Cause it's, it's really cool. Especially people who may never have heard of it. Cause it's not talked about enough. So yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, um, let's see. I have yeah, that's about it. I mean, Days did an article in 2015. Uh Vogue did an article w- in like June of last year because it was Yeah, the, it's kind of crazy. The, yeah, um, so it's it's kind of cool. There are a lot of things there, but let's get into fashion because that's going to be like a bulk of our of our talk in here. Yes. I already so, talked a lot about all the I know, I was like things. I'm marking the time here. <laughs> Um, so yeah, you, you take it away. I want to know what you thought. Cause I've, yeah, I, I'm not as, I mean, I don't even know. Like it is just so much. <laughs> it's just so hard. Like, yeah. Where do you want to start? Okay. So favorite outfits, literally all of them, but no. Yeah. Um, okay. like, do you have any standout standout? So the, the freaking opening scene is like, she looks incredible. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, that red corset, obviously we, it's Vivian Westwood. And I love how you, I didn't know. I was like, that's so cool. And I was like, I bet you I knows this. <laughs> yeah, I can <laughs> tell, honestly, by just like, there's a lot of designers that do their signature things, you know, and like, oh, Vivian is just known for her corset, especially in the 90s. Like, she's um, so cool. It's so cool. Have they so, done a biopic on her? There's a documentary, I, I know, know, but there's no yeah, bio. I want they, like a they, biopic. They, they will. That's Why are we not that, telling this story? She's they probably got, like, will do it when she story. dies, just because that no. always happens, you know. Oh, but, but it'd be cool yeah. if she like, like was involved with one. I think that. Be- I know. Yeah, they, you're right. They should do it now. Yeah, yeah, we should put that idea out there. You know. I know, right? Someone out there, contact her. <laughs> <laughs> See, or we should just write her and be like, "Hi, we're big fans." Maybe she doesn't want pick? to, you know. Yeah, she probably she is. is like, "I'm." That's not important. I don't want to. She's that. not like a sellout like that. I don't know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> she's made some questionable choices in recent years when she had that one of the oh, Kardashians I like wear yeah. outfit. I was like, please no. Anyway, I still love you with Vivian. Oh yeah. So yeah, she's wearing this red corset. Um, with sequin hot pants, or like no, not sequin, they're embellished and fishnet tights. Um, so that's I love that look. I absolutely love it, and I wouldn't be surprised if Sex and the City got inspiration for Carrie's outfit from this movie because she wore something similar later on in the show. Oh, does she? Kind of, yeah. But I guess everyone was copying each other, so I don't know. Well, Patricia Field, I mean, she definitely was in that world, too. Yeah, she was. So, yeah, she definitely would, I'm sure. Isn't she also, like, Patricia Field reminds me also of, like, Betsy Johnson. Like, you know how Betsy Johnson, well, not, like, Betsy Johnson, like, her clothes, her herself. How Mm. she dresses really eclectic and really, like, kind of out there. Yeah, it's funny, because she, anyway, that's another chat. But, yeah, Betsy Johnson's clothes don't really reflect the way she dresses no is. yeah they don't no she looks way more like grungy cooler like, but her clothes yeah. are not so no cringe. her clothes are like baby doll dresses and stuff yeah 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 and the second outfit it's freaking amazing too is that animal print jacket mm-hmm. um with a gold sweater and she's wearing 
so she's wearing three things. She's wearing a possible blouse, but it's not really. I think I don't think it's done up with a bow, but it, it is a possible blouse. And then she has the sweater, and then she has the animal print jacket so with red cool. gloves, shorts, and tights, and the small round glasses, mm-hmm. and that she actually wears the same blouse in another look later, but she styled it differently. She kind of let, she didn't do the bow and she just put a pin. Oh. And she's wearing the long maxi skirt. The black. We have to do a shoot, like a party girl shoot. Oh my God, please. Like, I love that. Yeah, it's like so cool. Like, and also, yeah. um, it also, if you, I'll link the Vogue article in the post uh, on Fashion Grunge, but they have these really cool drawings like watercolor drawings of the costumes. Oh, I love with the costume designer yeah. does that. Yeah, like, next like... to the picture. Yeah, it's so really cool. cool. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think that's probably the most iconic look because it's just so much going on. It just works so well. And it's just so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she has this green suit. Remember, like it's a really, it's kind of like a green pattern, but the skirt is really long. Uh huh. Yeah, I wrote that one down. Yeah. I love With that. The black heels. I think it just would have, the skirt was a bit too long for me, but I would, I love that. It's got to be like a vintage, like, 50 suit. Yeah, right? that like, definitely that wasn't length. a design, that wasn't like a known designer, but it, it yeah. It's, it, yeah, it definitely it was, was like a, old. yeah, definitely. I, and then she has also this amazing look. It's like layer, like, comme des garçons tees. Yeah, those tees. colors. I know. With the leather shorts, tights, and heels. And apparently... So cool. So I think those are the ones that were from that designer who's not really, like, well-known in my world, but I think he was... Todd Olam? Yeah. Yeah. They were, like, rhinestone pants. Yeah. He he was so big in, like, the 90s. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Well, American, yeah. He's, like, an American designer, yeah. Um, I also really love her big fluffy black coat. Which one it's is like, that? I think she is. I just can't remember. It's, she wears it briefly. It's just in one scene. She wears this like sort of like sixties like shape coat, and it's just black and fluffy with like three buttons, chunky bottoms, single breast. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah that yeah. coat is like we've seen it like, you know, a million times now because it was really big, like, five years ago mm-hmm. and everyone had one. But, again, such a cool look. Then she has these, like, amazing multi-colored skirt, really long, mm-hmm. like, kind of silk. And she has this black blazer with this really super cool hat. It's yeah. like a weird... That hat, like, I didn't find that it was a designer, but it, uh, it, I'm surprised because it's... Not a conventional hat, you know, like mm-hmm. it looks like a designer hat, but that was really cool. I love that look. And then she wears a white chunky sweater with pompons when she's like talking to, to Mustafa about like oh, how yeah. she can't do anything right. And can I just say something about that sweater? So that is very like Simone Rocha, like spring summer 21 really yeah she made these sweaters and like vests like waistcoats that are exactly oh. like that oh my god so i was thinking oh current simone russia oh wow that's <laughs> um, so cool and last but not least when she is looking for like clothes in these like i don't know they're at a party and she pulls that pink chanel jacket oh yeah that's like an original chanel she doesn't wear it, which is a shame. I know. Yeah, she takes it, though. 
She takes it, but you don't see yeah, it. Yeah, you don't it see it. It did look like really big. So, it, but I mean, they could have styled it with a belt or something. But I yeah, just wish that's, so cool. that's my only like. I wish they had like, you know, she had worn that even just for one short scene. Yeah, but, it was really cool. Yeah, she wears a lot of like red and purple together, and which is blue. cool. And like funky tights. Blue and black. Yeah. I I'm had upset. weird tights like that. Like American Apparel had a bunch of tights like yeah, that. Yeah, I had it. Yeah, and I had it. the swirl tights. Like Urban had the tights. Like I had like different colors. This must have been what? Like yeah, 07? Two, I, yeah, 2007, 2008. I had literally, that was my look. It would be like a yeah, same. black dress. Oh, this mental tights. Yeah, like, and like weird. Um, I had like those weird cut off like pedal pusher tights. Like they yeah. cut, they came like down below the knee. It was literally oh like Mary Kate Olsen. Let's be I real. Mary Kate Olsen was wearing those, and then like everyone started to wear that boho shit. But this is why I love the Olsen twins, is because they're like they're they like set trends and don't care and don't mm-hmm. know. They, I mean, I don't know what it was it's like what in Eddie. Yeah, I don't know what it was like in England, but at least here. I think, like, I'm, okay, newsflash, hot take, whatever. I'm not a huge fan of Rachel Zoe. I literally think that she bit the Olsen twins and turned all those celebrity girls into, like, little Olsen twin types. Because she she was, like, the stylist for so many girls, but she put them all in the same outfits. Like, I she know. put Sienna Miller, Nicole Richie, she did, yeah, uh, Lindsay the Lohan, Misha the Barton. Yeah, they yeah. all had that same vibe. It's like, I that's cool it. if they all wanted to wear that, but you know they all would wear it differently. You know they all aren't just going to be wearing the same dress, like, flowy, long dress and sandals. Like, you styled that? Like, come on. Anyone can just do that. Yeah, I but have the to say, I never, I never liked that vibe. I never got it. I just no. never thought it was cool. I mean, at that Did you like maybe. Sienna Miller's vibe? She had that big, like, boho. I liked her, like, Vivian Westwood pirate boots. She had the yeah, that, Chloe boots. Yeah. I like that. But can part. I just say something? Sienna Miller really was trying to be Kate Moss. And, yeah, like, totally. A and Kate Moss Kate had it. Moss, yeah. I mean, she just fucking nailed it. She was With doing. No stylist. I mean, that is Kate no, Moss. No, literally. <laughs> yeah. Like, and she, she had the boots way before Sienna Miller did. So. Yeah, yeah. She had the black ones. So, yeah. Um,. So many wannabes. But you know, yeah, that, that that trend like with the tights and everything was really fun. It was cool. Yeah. Oh, I so love... funny we were doing the same. We had shaved head. The same I know. Side. We didn't even know each other. I know. It's so weird. How weird. That's like so weird. <laughs> it's so strange. We're like what on the same your... wavelength. Oh, what my fashion? Yeah, fashion. What do you think? Okay. What... So I have most of the ones that you do. The ones that I don't have, or the ones that I have that you didn't have were, I really love the one outfit where she, I think it's when she has the layered Comme de Garçon tops, but she has those huge gold earrings they're like massive, yeah, and then she like has that. the grape leaves like in her hair. It's like oh, a yeah. grape leaf, and then the grapes like sitting in her hair. Which I thought, yeah, Holy. I didn't like that either. I thought that was so funny. I was like, it's oh my funny, god. Yeah. Um, I love that all black leather outfit she has during her like falafel montage, where I she keeps like walking up that. and changing yeah. like all the outfits. I love that. It looks so fucking cool, and she's like leaning on like the fire thing. And she just has, like, I think she has, like, white. Does she have white shoes on? I don't Like, she has some kind of color, like, shoes. It's going to be hard trying to find all these outfits (laughs) for this post. I'm like, there are going to be so many different outfits. I need to find a video of that montage of her at the falafel stand because she just changes outfits. It's like the Tank Girl one where she goes into change. And you see her in, like, all the different outfits. Like, I love the... 
I love the montage of, of uh, different outfits. Still, even in Clueless, we were talking the other day, like, that closet is still next level. We still don't have that closet, and it's 30 years No later. one does. <laughs> no. Like-, like, where you can draw, you see it on yourself, on the computer screen. You can see the tops and bottoms, like, rotating on your body. Like, I know. Like, and then you can go, yes, and then it says mismatch <laughs> when it doesn't match. <laughs> and then you can, like, do it together. Like, that was so cool. That's still so really cool. cool. So cool. Um, and also, uh, also, okay, another standout outfit is I love her pajamas. She has, oh, yeah, like, those white pajamas so with cool. that red piping. Like, really classic. Yeah, like, they're, like, old yeah. school, like, 50s, like, vintage pajamas. They're, like, men's, though. Yeah, I think so. They're like they're so cool. I just really like them. They look really neat, and, and basically everything you have. I like that navy pea coat, the blue tights, the boots, and that black box purse. I yeah, that's that purse that's like that. she wore it quite a few times. Yeah, yeah, that one's so cool. And yeah, the tights like there's one where she has like a red coat. She has like a black top with this like shoulder, like like weird oh, pattern. And then yeah. she has those huge wide leg black pants. I think that's when she's like voguing. And then she has two necklaces, like two, yeah, uh, yeah like heart. Are they, they heart? Have, like a little thing hanging, one in pink and purple. Yeah, so and then like she has balls. chopsticks in her hair, and like blue satin gloves. Yeah, no, she looks really cool and leaks so and everything. Cool. But, um, yeah, I mean, I like that outfit. I just didn't love it, like not like the other ones, you know. Yeah, I th- I thought it was so cool, and also the seventies cream brocade uh, suit is actually Parker Posey's. And that was cool. um, yeah, I think it's so cool. She bought it in like Austin at when she was like doing a movie. So like she is this girl, you know, which is which is so cool. Um, Yeah, that's about all I have for fashion notes. I mean, there's just so many. But yeah, that's about all I have for fashion notes. It's just dope. So much. Yeah, it's like clueless. It's really hard to talk about. Like, there's so many outfit changes. It's just out of control. Like, it's just I don't know how many outfits. How many looks does she have? Like fifty. Like she, she had a, a, not fifty, but she had a lot. Thirty, yeah, a lot. Of changes. She has a lot, yeah, a lot of changes. But it's so cool. I love it. But it's like how fun, right? Like you're making a movie with someone who's playing this character who's pretty close to the character, mm-hmm. and and then she actually helps the costume designer. I think that's such a cool collab. Like, yeah, that's so know. cool. Oh, I saw <laughs> your uh, your TV what? husband on TV, Killian Murphy. Because he's promoting a quiet place, oh, and no. he has the peaky haircut. Because they just wrapped, and he was like, no. they were asking him. They were like, "Oh, we see your hair," and he was like, "Yeah." And they were, it, and they were like, it was so weird because you never see him do interviews when he looks like that. He's no. always like grown no. out. So he was like, it was really weird, and he was in his house, so you could tell it was just like a fireplace and like a blank wall and like something like oh. just like one thing hanging. And he was just like looking so fucking hot in his like dirty black t shirt, just like hey, and he's just talking about like the movie and then they're like oh yeah Peaky Blinders he's like we just wrapped last Friday and like just a few wait. days ago I've been and thinking I was like, about oh it God. every single day and like when is it gonna be out uh, you know? my friend says they're aiming for uh, like fall but it might be 22 oh, winter no. yeah but he says they're, they're trying to aim for late this fall like maybe September October yeah, no, so. I was. It's funny you mentioned that because this morning I was like, I'm gonna post this um, pick on stories about it's just is it Killian. So some of the things that he says is from the show. Oh, 
I like Arthur, he, but you it's know. just oh, he's so hot. <laughs> I can't, I can't even. Yeah, I mean, it is kind of ridiculous. I, it's ridiculous. I, I, I love wait. that he, he. I mean, come on, isn't he like one of the most beautiful men you've ever seen? Yeah, I mean, he kind of is. He's odd. He has like the it's, most it's perfect just, face you've ever the seen. Mo- like the his eyes. Mo- like bone structure, those lips, and his eyes are just ridiculous. It's like okay. Yeah, it's not really right. And the no, fact that he's, like, not. married to, like, probably the most, like, normal woman is even more And I want to see what she looks like. I'm so curious. <laughs> they've been together, I think, since they were, like, young. So cute. I know. So is the and other Irish guy. What's the other Irish guy? Oh. Irish... Irish Jamie care Dorman. about family. Yeah, he's been they, with his wife for like, I mean, I think they grew up together and they have, like, four kids. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's they like need they, someone who's gonna ground do you know what i mean they, yeah they like a more that. regular it's really important. yeah especially like in hollywood good lord oh exactly yeah it's like a mess. yeah irish families are like really close and like family is really important so like it makes sense you know that's cool yeah i can't wait i can't wait for arthur <laughs> he's my favorite. I'm, oh my god <laughs> shout out if you love arthur i <laughs> love him he's my favorite he's just so fucking insane i love it um cool all right let's move on to music yeah what you got it's a long I episode, l- folks. Hope you guys enjoy. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't really know most of these, but, like, I love that music in general, you know? Like, yeah, I, love I figured house. this is your vibe, yeah. So, so freaking cool. Like, ugh. Like, ugh. yeah, I mean, I can't even. I'm like, I wonder if this is on Spotify. Oh, yeah, you talk. I'm going to Google. I think it is. Because yeah, is it I, as well known? Funny enough, a week ago, I was actually listening to, like, diving in like house from like late 90s oh wow. and i just made this playlist and i'm like oh my god it's literally this oh really no i mean not literally but like i love it is yeah oh. except for one that's really big obviously we it's like wait let me find it. run the mc oh yeah yeah knows, but everyone else is just like djs and, d-light like, i know d-light don't they do like uh, oh, grooves yeah, in the heart? Crave. Grooves in the heart. Don't they do that one? Uh, grooves um, in the heart. I, no, I think that's someone else. Uh, I don't know. Does groove in the heart. Oh yeah, and Eric Morello obviously is massive. Um, Alternate, they were really big too. Yeah, I mean, ugh, so fucking cool. Yeah, this is. Oh, we also have to do. Um, I was like, this is your vibe. Like, this is. Totally the Jai vibe. Um, yeah, oh yeah, the soundtrack is on Spotify. I'll post it. Um, yeah, yeah, post the, it. on the blog. Uh, I still, I mean, I don't know if anyone even cares. No one's asked me about it. You've probably forgotten or don't care. But I said I was going to do a Britpop episode, and I, I will do a mixtape. I've just been like, you've been saying that for a while. I know, but I'm going to do it. I think I'll do it this weekend. You know, do it. I think yeah. I just uh, yeah, I haven't done one in a long time. Like one where I actually talk. And it like talk about the songs, you know what I mean? Oh, so yeah. yeah, it's been a while. I, I did one for like quarantine and I for some reason thought that was gonna be like more of a thing. But then we started the podcast just randomly. Like I mean we'd started the podcast oh. right before, but I was like, Okay, well I'm not gonna like I mean I have so we were doing two a week in the beginning. Uh, two Wait, movies. Where? I can't believe yeah. that. Yeah, so I was watching like too much to even do that. I was like, this is not. I have like freelance work I'm trying to fucking do. Like I can't like listen to music and mm. watch like three movies a week and talk about it. Like it was just a lot. So 
So yeah, so I didn't do it. So I'm going to do one for the Britpop one, and I'll put it on Mixcloud, as if anyone cares. But Mixcloud's yeah. still kind of sort of popping, so yeah, check us out over there. But uh, yeah, cool. Wait, is that all you have for music? I didn't really have yeah, that many just, notes. I just have, like, I like that mid-90s house ambient vibe. Uh, yeah. The, the music at the Blue Rave party. I, I didn't know yeah. what that was. I don't know what song that was, but... I mean, I also think it's really cool when... When the DJ plays that album that Mustafa gives him, and it's yeah. like Middle Eastern music, like in in Arabic, you know, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like it just made me think of, I don't know if that was like really ahead of its time, but I remember a song very similar to that came out, like that kind of music was really popular way later. Like, let me think, yeah, what? like late '90s because Shakira even did a song like that. It was kind oh. of like electronic with in like Arabic and it was like oh. I really wish I could remember this. I should have made a note about it. But there were other really big DJs because I remember going to parties and like clubs and everything and it was really big to oh, play wow. this like fusion of like Arabic and electronic and like house. Um, oh. So I don't know whether the the film was like ahead of its time and it says that they play that or if it already was a thing. Oh. But I thought it was really interesting. Cool, yeah. Like I've the never DJ heard plays it. the album that mm-hmm. the guy gives him and it's like so cool. It is really cool. Yeah, I never remember like it in the late nineties, at least not where I was going, I guess. Well, it's not it wasn't really my thing, but like I, I remember going to parties, like birthdays and stuff and, and like some clubs, like you know, like oh. not really the kind of club that I you know, like I would never go to those, but if I knew someone from work who was really fancy and they would have their birthday there and I had to go and then I would play oh. all this kind of mainstream music. And so, yeah, it became mainstream. Oh, cool. Yeah. So cool. Rad. Awesome. But yeah. Well, yeah. that's all you got from music, right? Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, let's move to favorite scenes and lines. <laughs> I don't know why I said it it's like really that. It's really hard. I don't know. Like, okay. I'm. I wrote general shit. I know, me too. Cause yeah, what do you got? Are, well, favorite scenes, I just really like it when... I like all the scenes where, where there's a party, basically. Like, when she's doing... <laughs> she's wearing that all black look, and then she gets up, and she's barely moving, but this guy... I can't remember... Well, it was a girl, I can't remember her name. Sabrina, maybe, was doing the voguing around her, and she was just like... Oh, yeah, she's just standing there. That's what she she's has the wide leg pants on. It's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I just like everything. Like, how those twins keep, like, appearing in mm-hmm. every party and every scene. They're like, hello. And they're just like, I don't know. They move, like, all synchronized. And it's just funny. This is also a lot like, uh, or uh, do you ever seen Party Monster? Yeah, I've seen Prime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it, this reminds me of that vibe, too. That, like, oh, God, we should do yeah. that for June. God damn. There's just... Oh, there's that's... A, yeah. There's a lot. Like, yeah. I mean, I, it's Party Monster still on the list, but, you know. Um, so, yeah, I just... I think all the parties are really cool. Yeah, I like they are when, really cool. Um, I actually really love the scene where... Um, I think it's towards the end where she throws that party. She organizes that party, right? Mm-hmm. And she's like talking to Mustafa and... Oh, actually, it's no. I think it's before, right? It's when they're that kind of... I don't know where they are, like some basement or like whatever. And and she's like, oh, I just can't do anything. I'm not good at anything. Oh, yeah. And, it's like, and he's like, no, of course you are. And she's like, partying... 
flirting, making stuff up, parties. <laughs> that's it. And he's like, no, you're not. It's like, you don't really know me. And then they hug. And then she's like, hmm, this would be a great place for a party. It's just so funny, you know? She also reminds me of like a 90s version of Holly Golightly from uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Oh, yeah. She's, like, kind of ass backwards into, like, she, yeah, you know, totally. parties mm-hmm. and being all, like, fancy. Although this one, in this one, she's, like, more regular because she gets that library job. <laughs> but, but like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but, like, that. Cool. Um, yeah, I just, and I like the end. I mean, even though it doesn't have a good ending when she throws her own party. But so far, it's, like, so cool. She's got the vibe, the music, the concept are so perfect. So cool. But then she's, like, again... I just tell you my favorite scenes, and you can tell me yours, and then we can do lines because there's so many. There's so many. There's so many. Okay, Uh, cool. Um, Okay, so my standouts were: I love when she's, uh, I love that she's like so broke that she kind of like backhands her way into like a library job from her from her grandmother or her godmother, her her like mom's friend, I guess really, but I guess she's like her godmother. Um, I love the scene where like. I think it's Derek, her friend, is, like, in her closet, and they're, like, she's on the bed, and he's, like, reorganizing the jeans, and she's, like, stop! Stop! You're messing them up! And he's, like, what are you talking about? And she's, like, you're messing up the order! And he's, like, they're jeans! (laughs) And she's, like, they're in order! Oh, my God! Everything's in order! Like, what are you doing? Uh, I think that was really funny. Um, Liev Schreiber and his bad accent. I wrote, why? He still could get it. (laughs) Why? Um, yeah, like, it didn't need to be there. I was like, what? And then I I think, didn't they say something about, like... Oh, I guess something that, that they were talking about, Well, I about, guess like, because he needed to marry... Like, the whole thing about his birthday. It was birth, immigration like, or something, He wanted right? to marry her so he could stay in the country. Yeah, but that's what I was like, He could have been, like, like I don't know, Spanish or something else. But or no. just don't have Liev Schreiber. <laughs> like, get yeah, some, just, like... Yeah, a real English person. Yeah, like. I was gonna say, get, get someone else, yeah. Um, I also wrote, like, I love all the library montages of, like, when they're, like, stamping books and, like, you know, filing cards and you just see her, like, (sighs) you know, like, music playing, like, very, like, 90s, like, 80s kind of vibe, like, just doing random stuff. I also, the other day, I was watching a random episode of Baywatch. Don't ask me why, but it's on Hulu. (laughs) And I was like, oh, cool, Baywatch is on here. And I, like, just put it on. Do you know who the first person, a little baby that I saw running on the beach Fucking Dude. Michelle Williams. No. Yes. And I was like, Shut I was up. like, is that Michelle Williams? She must be like 14. And she like apparently is having some party and she's like the main son in the show. He like likes her and she goes to school with him or something. And I was like, I only watched the first 10, ep- like 10 minutes of the episode, but I was like, oh my God, Michelle Williams. <laughs> like what? Oh, wow. wow. I was like, holy shit. Like, and that's another show that was like so massive all over the world. Like everyone was, was fucking in it. It was in every country. Like, everywhere um it's a really insane show but they also love a montage like i think the first 10 minutes of the show is like either a guy or a girl like slow-mo jogging and like like diving into waters massive boobs massive boobs aerial shots of like the beach in southern california everyone wearing really heinous outfits like but everyone's beautiful somehow everyone's like super fit yeah everyone's like super hot tan like i was like this is so funny that this is like this was such a massive show that people it thought was. like this is what america was it, like right? yeah all over the world yeah it was like a big deal but yeah how that was really funny and when i thought about the montages i was like this is like baywatch like just constant montages um i love also the fashion montage at the falafel cart 
I mean, I gotta find a clip of that. It's just the best. Oh my god! Just see all the outfits. You should find a clip. Yeah, I've got to. Um, When she reorders the albums in the Dewey Decimal System, I just love. (laughs) It's so good. Um, It's so funny. I know. I also thought that weird sex scene in the library was kind of strange. Like, let's discuss. That was weird. That was weird, right? That was weird. Um, I got like such a weird. I, I don't really know what was going on because, okay, throughout this, she really likes the falafel guy, kind of, sort of. She, I guess, is hooked up with Liev Schreiber. Was it Nigel? Of course, it has such Nigel, a British name. Of course, his name is and Nigel. Nigel and um, like, yeah, she hooked up with him, I guess, like, occasionally. Like, I, or were they dating? Then she, like, randomly kissed the dude in the shower that time. It was just kind of funny. Like, that, she was, like, all was over funny. the place. I know, she was. That kind of thing happened. Happen, oh yeah totally i thought it was really funny you live with friends she's 24 yeah. how old are we she's like 24. no i think in the movie she was 27 right no she's 24 because she's on the couch she's like i'm 24 i've done nothing oh, with my life i thought she said 27 okay but she was fine yeah I thought like, you're fine 27 makes more sense because everyone at 27 is kind of lost oh so yeah well 24 like, you're like a fucking child like what the hell are you doing like <laughs> it's crazy um I love, uh, I thought it was really funny that I wrote, this reminds me of that Josh Hart, Hartnett story, which apparently turned out to be fake, but whatever, where what he was story? like, bust, he got busted, like having sex in a library uh, of a hotel. What do you mean it was fake? What do you mean? Well, he sued Daily Mail and made them <laughs> retract the story because apparently it wasn't true, but mm, mm, who knows? Uh, yeah, I wrote, it was supposed to be fake, question mark, so allegedly it didn't happen, but it was really strange that like, they would make that up. I think there was like a yeah. picture or something, but that's such a weird lie to make up if you don't have any like photo of it. Like, why would you just say that someone was busted in a library? You know, it's just kind of weird. But I just thought of that. <laughs> and then also, I thought of like at her birthday party when she had that like cop stripper. I was like, oh, oh I could, my God. You can totally tell that when, so like, funny. I was like, it's always really funny, too, to see those, like, cop strippers on, like, movies and stuff, and you try to, like, figure out, like, when's the time that they're gonna actually say, like, they're a stripper or they're not real. So I was, like, wondering, I was like, is this guy a real cop? I was like, no, he's not a real cop. This guy's totally a stripper. It's a birthday party. And the way she oh, reacted yeah, is that. so me in front of like male strippers it's really weird and i was like this is for the guys like i felt like all the guys over there like her friends were like whoa he's wearing a jock strap like they were like super excited it was like she was like horrified and like kind of backing up like oh my gosh um which is kind of funny and then i love how at the end she like gets her friends to like ask for her job back like come on judy she's really great she helped do all this stuff and she helped mustafa figure out what this qualifications were for being a teacher and she like explained how she did that which was also mind-blowing how insane research was in the time of no internet like I know. she had to go through the board of education. She had to go through like all these different oh bylaws God. and then look up certain ones. She was like a fucking lawyer. Like she's like researching through all these books and figuring out a way. I mean, it is, that is a science <laughs> for sure. I can see why you would have to know because if someone comes up to you and asks that question, you have to know how to get there. And how would you mm-hmm. know how to get there? You know, I wouldn't. Yeah. So yeah, I thought that I was really funny. But no, that uh, was really cool. Yeah, that was that was like the end of my scene. So what are your lines? What lines do you like? Oh my gosh. I don't even okay. know what I'm gonna call the episode. Uh, there's so many. She's like <laughs> There's a lot, yeah. 
She's like orange and peaches. It's like orange and peaches. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's an like, old woman. Orange and peaches. <laughs> and then she's like, she didn't say that. She said origins of species. <laughs> it's just so funny. I can't. Like, oh my God. And, and then when she's like, it's Gautier. It's a collector's item. And she's like, it's missing two buttons. Like, it's just so funny how she says it. It doesn't sound that funny now that I'm saying it, but when you watch the movies, yeah, it's like really one line after another, you know. It also reminds me of, you don't understand, this is an Aliyah. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. And a butter. <laughs> it's like so a totally he, important designer. <laughs> I know, yeah, what is this the same? I think she's like trying to set her clothes and she, I mean, you can't say a gold here. You can't. No. Um, and I think it's really funny when she's like, at that party and the the dancer, I can't remember her name, is like trying to talk to her and she's like, get a second name and we'll talk. Because remember she doesn't have, yeah. she just goes with like one Venus? name. Venus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she's like, it's really funny at the party again where she's like, there are two types of people in this world. Like, I can't pronounce it. Her, oh. What? Hervivors and carnivores. Oh, herbivores. Herbivores, thank you. <laughs> herbivores I think it's, and it's a funny analogy for life, you know. There's like two types of people in this world. The ones that are really nice and caring and the ones that don't give a shit. <laughs> That's true, yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, my two favorite, obviously, would have to be like, I'd like a nice, powerful, mind-altering substance. Mm-hmm. Preferably one that will make my unborn children grow cute. <laughs> That's gonna be like the sub title of the episode. Oh shit, it was so good that it knocked glasses over. I'm sorry guys, that noise was like my there's gonna be a lot of sound right now. Hang on. Why? What happened? Trying to open my door. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, obviously the last one, the most iconic. Can I have a falafel with hot sauce, a side order of baba ganoush, and a seltzer, please? Oh, good. We don't have a lot of the same except for the gills. Really? Yeah. No. No, okay, that's good. Sorry. That's good. Um, my first quote that I have written down. Wait, is that the end of yours? That's the end yes, of yours, yes, right? Yes, yes, My first quote I have written down was when I think Derek is talking to Mary when they're in that house and she steals that Chanel suit. And he's like talking oh, about yeah. this guy and he's like, we really connected that night. We were like on the same wave. And she's like, you were on <laughs> ecstasy. It dries out your spinal fluid. <laughs> That. that was really good. Um, that was really funny. I also like when she's when she was talking to Leo on her couch and she was talking about like how she I think it was when she's like, I'm not doing anything with my life and then she was talking about because Mustafa told her that story about Sisyphus. Oh, and she was yeah, like, oh you know, and he didn't understand. He's like, wait, well, if your name was Syphilis and you had to push some rock up and down all oh, back and what forth. What a drag. What the fuck? That's a drag. And she's like, and then she's just like ah. You know what? I think I'm an existentialist after reading that book about Sisyphus. Like, she just is like, oh, you know what? You just don't understand my level. Like, you don't understand, like, the analogy I'm trying to make about life. I thought that was really I funny. Know. Oh, my so God. Um, and then I love when she's at the rave party and she talks to, to Leo and she's like, are you going to be playing the same shit all night? I need variety, Leo. <laughs> I need variety. <laughs> I love that. And then the mind-altering yeah. substance, that was another good one. And then That's I also love... So good, right? I think I posted that on 
uh, like Instagram like ages ago, like years and years and years ago. Cause I remember like posting that one time and some people were like party girl. And I was like, yeah. Um, and then my last one, which is my favorite is when she goes, someone goes like, what's up buttercup the rent and I'm not paying. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> That's good. I mean, yeah, there's, there's so many. There's so many. Yeah. It's but it's just the way one. she says it as well. Mm-hmm. You know, she just like is face. this character. She does have like a, uh, rest resting bitch face, bitch face yeah she she's does. always a bitch or quirky in mm. every film like I feel like that's kind of how she's cast I don't know what she's doing now let's let's give a little quick look see on live let's see she was born in Baltimore okay I didn't know any of those wow. I guess I probably should have done all of this uh, <laughs> <laughs> before she should be in like you know what would be cool because are you watching Mayor of Easttown I I finished it. Oh, you finished it. Okay, we won't spoil it because it just came out, but she I'd be cool if she did something like that. I know. Like something really serious, you know? I haven't... Maybe people are afraid of giving her, like, serious roles because she's been doing goofy ones. Or not, not goofy, but you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like more kitschy. She was in one yeah. episode of High Fidelity, it's, it says. Oh, she's in the new show, The Staircase. You know, there, do you ever, did you ever watch the Netflix thing, The Staircase? It was a documentary, right? Yeah, yeah, but they're doing yeah. a series on it. They are? Yeah, Colin Firth, Juliette Binoche, Tony Collette are the three main ones. I don't care. But it I says she's seen in the that. documentary. I don't want to see, like... Well, she's in that. No, I mean, that looks like it's going to be serious. So that's good for her if she's in something, mm-hmm. like, that's not kitschy. I can't imagine that was going to be kitschy. It's going to be, like, a more dramatic thing. So that's kind of cool. It's on HBO, so that's pretty cool for her. Yeah, no, that is pretty cool. Cool. She's been doing stuff, I guess. Yeah, she has. Yeah, it's just like she just isn't like, I guess we don't see her all that much. She probably is just really picky. I mean, I probably would, I guess, you know, do like the good shit that comes around. Yeah. But yeah, HBO, it's pretty good. So cool. But yeah, Mare of Easttown, oh my God, let's talk after. So, 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 so good. good. Yeah, I really hope they don't do a season two. I, I just like how it is. I don't think so. Yeah, I hope that they don't fall into, like, a Big Little Lies situation. I know. And, like, try to create because of the hype. And, like, you don't need Mm. to. Like, don't... HBO, Words to the Wise, don't do that. Don't do do that. It's not cool. Uh, Yeah, so we reached the end of the episode here. I I forgot to say at the top of the show, follow us on (laughs) Patreon. We're still doing Freaks and Geeks. And, God, I can't wait for my so-called life when we get fucking deep into the... But you're you're doing popular next, right? Well, no, no, no. We're just going to talk about it on one deep cut episode as a general oh, okay. thing yeah we're not gonna do each episode no 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 that's like way too niche <laughs> like no one probably knows it that well and i don't want to okay. do it like that no we'll, we're still doing my so-called life so that's super cool, cool. so yeah uh we're gonna do high fidelity for the forward flash this month so look out for that pretty soon i guess in like a week or two uh yeah so all of our notes and information are in the notes so we'll see you on the next one see you bye, bye.